Stop telling me what to do. I hate you. Riley. Mackenzie Sierra flinched as the slamming back door accented her son's words. This is what happens when you turn your back on your upbringing. That boy needs some religious discipline back in his life, Mackenzie. Mac dug her fingers into the tense muscles at the back of her neck. Not now, Mom. He's going to hell, and you're stamping his ticket. Mac let her head fall forward. Let it go, let it go, let it go. This move's been hard on him. He'll come around, and he'll do it without the poison of your warped, narrow version of religion. She didn't say it aloud, but the words danced dangerously close to her lips. Her mother's brows came together in a familiar frown. If his father were still alive, Mac tuned it out. Nothing was going to change her mother's opinion that she continued to harp months after leaving their old life behind was proof enough of that. I have to get to the spa. I am teaching my first fitness class this morning, and I've got someone coming in to help with the aquarium. Waste of good time and money, if you ask me. A spa for women. The last four words dripped sarcasm as she narrowed her eyes at Mac. A woman's place is in the house, not out gallivanting. If you spent a little more time being the mother you were taught to be, maybe your son wouldn't be running wild. The spa, like Riley, remained a bone of contention despite the fact that it put a roof over their heads and food in the pantry. Breakfast is on the table. Your lunch is in the fridge. If I get a break between clients, I'll come check on you this afternoon. Bah! The old woman clumped the rest of the way into the kitchen, aided by her walker. Don't bother. I know how to take care of myself. She lowered herself into a chair and reached for a biscuit. Steam rose over the table as she split the soft mound in two, filling the kitchen with the aroma of warm bread. Mac left her there. The morning confrontation with Riley had cost precious minutes she didn't have to spare. But questions nagged at her as she prepared to leave. Is he running wild because I'm too busy? Has the change in culture been too much too fast? She couldn't figure it out. They finally had the freedom to live their lives without the restrictions the body had imposed on its followers. She was thriving. Her business was thriving. Why was the transition proving to be so difficult for her son? Keys in hand, she grabbed her gym bag and tried to put the ugly scene behind her. She reached for the door. Mackenzie! The demanding tone of the summons clenched her teeth so hard her jaw ached. I could just leave, pretend I didn't hear her. Years of training bit into her half-formed thoughts of rebellion. The bag thudded to the floor, and Mac made her way back to the kitchen. Her mother sat at the table, arms crossed, mouth drawn down in disapproval. Yes, ma'am. Her mother glared at her over folded arms. My strawberry preserves are not on the table. The pressure of Mac's grip threatened to fuse the keys in her hand into a crumpled blob of metal. She made a conscious effort to relax her fingers, 
opened the refrigerator, located the missing condiment, and crossed the six feet to the table. Max marveled at her own restraint when the glass jar came to a rest in front of her mother with a gentle thump instead of the crash her fraying patience demanded. Anything else? Her mother reached for the jar. You may go. The abrupt dismissal rankled, but she turned without a word and backtracked to the front door. The mother I was raised to be? Mac closed her eyes. I hope not. I love my mother, Mac scolded herself, even when I'm tempted to believe those feelings aren't reciprocated. Tempted? Mac searched her memory. I love you didn't seem to be a part of her mother's vocabulary.